welcome to this podcast series about the Rock Solid book, and we're on to week four. So if you have completed weeks one, two, and three, first of all, a really big well done to you. Uh, week four is called Filled with the Holy Spirit. And we're going to explore this week, obviously, what this means. To be filled with the Holy Spirit is, is God's way of empowering us so that we can live this new life that he's given us and be really fruitful and effective in our witnessing to others about Jesus. So in this week, we trust you will discover that God has promised to fill you with his Holy Spirit. We hope you'll understand more about what this means and that you'll learn about what the Bible calls the fruit and the gifts of the Spirit. And most importantly, discover how you can be filled with the Holy Spirit and stay full so rich. Yes. Day one, uh, we call it God's promise and provision for you. And we begin with just recapping and and reminding ourselves that um, on the day of Pentecost, when, when those disciples were cut to the heart, mm. uh, they asked Peter, what should we do? If Jesus is Lord and Messiah, what should we do? And Peter says, you must repent. Yeah. We looked at that in week two. You must be baptized. We look, looked at that in week three. And then he said, you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So here we are in week four, considering that. Um, could you just, um, <laughs> could you just in, a, in a few words, describe who is the Holy Spirit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think for those who were listening to Peter at the time, they would have had an understanding of who the Holy Spirit was in maybe a way that we may not in mm. modern Western society. But, um, and, and, Prior to, to saying about receiving the Holy Spirit, Peter actually refers to a prophetic word by a prophet called Joel that, yes. that we'll, we'll talk about in a minute. But but the Holy Spirit, as we we picked up on week one when we talked about the Trinity or the Godhead, the Trinity um, is is made by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so the yeah. Holy Spirit is a person yes. of the Godhead. Yes. And I think sometimes... That's really important, isn't it? To, yeah. He's a person. Yeah. It, it bothers me when people call him an it. Yeah. Um, because he's a person, yes. he's, a, he's a he, that's how the Bible refers to him. Yes, uh, He's not a force, uh, no. he's not a cloud, or even <laughs> just a, some sort of influence, but he's a person. He is a person. And he appears yeah. in different forms um, that sometimes maybe can cause us to think that way. It might be as as, as rushing water or a, or a strong wind or a mm. dove descending, but but ultimately he is a person and he's a wonderful person and he's God. Yeah, And he's the active member of the Godhead, of the mm. Trinity mm. in the earth. And uh, that's yeah. really important. So going back to week um, week two, we said when we are um, born again, he comes to live in us. That's right, yeah. And we said Father, Son, and Spirit come to live in us. So if he already lives in us, what does it mean to be filled with the Spirit? Is that something extra? Yeah, and we'll, on, on day two, we'll look at some biblical examples of this, but it's true when we are born again, when we become a Christian, we've said that we spiritually come alive because yeah. the Holy Spirit comes to live in us and he makes our spirits alive and, mm. and he's, he's in us. We get him. Mm. We get the Holy Spirit. Mm. I think the, the, the difference is that when we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, and if we take that word baptism from yes. what we learned last week about, about baptism in water, immersion, yep. then yep. we understand when we're immersed, when we're saturated with the Holy Spirit, Yes. He gets us. He gets us, yeah. So when we're saved and born again, we get him. Yes. But when we're filled with the Spirit, baptized in the Spirit, he gets us. Yeah. It's like he is able to, in, in a good way, in a really positive, wonderful way, take hold of us yeah. and empower us to live the Christian life. 
And that's a really important thing that we need to understand. And mm. that's not a one-off thing either we'll look at no. today, but it's, a pr it's an ongoing yeah. filling that we need. Yeah, and we'll look at some of those examples in day two, won't we? But um, I said this day is called God's promise for us. Um, what is it that God has promised and, and, and where do we read about that? Yeah, you know, I, I mentioned Joel. Yes. Uh, he's a prophet who prophesied probably 700 years earlier. Uh -huh. And now Peter's standing up and and uh, referring back to this Quoting him. prophetic yeah. word. And, yeah. and what the prophet Joel says is that God would pour out his spirit on all people. And then he starts to list mm. what, what he means by that, because as we are, as I'm sure they did, yeah. we often do is we, we write ourselves off, you know, yes. all people, but it doesn't yeah, include but me. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he actually says, no, I poured my spirit on all people, uh, men and women, yep. uh, young and old. Yes. Uh, whether they are servants, um, doesn't matter about your social status, doesn't mm. matter about your age, doesn't matter about your gender. God has poured his spirit out on all. Yes. Everyone who believes yeah. will receive the Holy Spirit and everybody that draws on Jesus Christ will be baptized yes. in the Holy Spirit. He was God's promise from, and, and it was even the Holy Spirit who inspired Joel to say those words in the yes. first place. Yeah. And he wants all of us to be filled with the spirit. Yes. Yeah, well, I like what it says there in, on day day one. It says he wants his kingdom to be full of people who are full of his spirit. Yes, he wants to fill his kingdom with people who are filled with his spirit. Absolutely right. And and um, we say it's essential, don't we, Rich? Mm -hmm. it, you know, we, we we said last week water baptism is essential. It's not optional. It's it, it's 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 an integral aspect of our total conversion, our total salvation. And, and we're saying the same about this this receiving of the Holy Spirit, this being filled with the Spirit. Yeah, there, there, is, there aren't different levels of, of Christians. There aren't different types of Christians in, in, the, in that we all need to be born again and have faith in Jesus Christ. We mm. all need to pass through the waters of baptism. Yes. And we all need to be baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. And, yes. and the New Testament in Acts, um, you know, Luke who writes the, the, the book of Acts and he writes the Gospel of Luke is very careful to record different instances when people are baptized in the Holy Spirit. And day two picks up. Those yeah, we look at that in day examples. two, don't we? Yeah. Yes, yeah. And he even talks about Jesus again. We talk about Jesus being baptized in water. Yeah, Jesus is also filled with the Holy Spirit. There's a, a filling that takes place at his water baptism. Yes, and that's pictured, isn't it, in the dove dove descending upon yeah. him? But that that is, as you said earlier, that's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit coming yeah. to fill him. And it's a wonderful snapshot of the Godhead of the Trinity yes. together. The Father from heaven speaks. Yes. The Holy Spirit descends like a dove onto the Son. So yes. again, you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, three persons in one beautiful snapshot, and wonderful. all of them God, yeah. all of them together. And there's this wonderful picture of honor and love and, and appreciation and and, um, and submission. And it's, it's just a fantastic picture. And, and then what we read about is that this baptism that Jesus had received is then poured out onto the disciples at the beginning of Acts. Yes, what we call the day of Pentecost. The day of Pentecost where Jesus has, has um, died on the cross, he's risen again. Mm. He's now spent 40 days with his disciples as a resurrected savior and conqueror of sin and death. Mm. <laughs> then he ascends to heaven and just before he goes, ascends to heaven, he says, I want you to wait in Jerusalem until I send, until you receive the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so those words are echoing in their ears and they go and they, they, they spend time and they wait. And then finally, 10 days later, they're filled with the Holy Spirit. And mm. that's described for us in the first uh, verses of, of Acts 2. Yes. And then um, there are other stories in the book of Acts and we look at those, don't we, in day yeah. two, other, other situations in which people receive or are baptized in or are filled with 
the Holy Spirit. And the, in every instance, they're all believers. Yes. Um, not all of them have yet been baptized in water before yep. they're baptized in the Holy Spirit. And what you can say is that although there's maybe a different order to how they, they've come into it, they're all believers first. And yes. then when they are filled with the Holy Spirit, something visible and audible takes place so that those around them know something's happened to you, yes. the Holy Spirit yes. has filled them. Yeah. Well, that leads us into day three. Um, in day three, we talk about the the power aspects of this yes. receiving the Spirit, and th 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 there's other things as well. But in day three, we focus on on how the Holy Spirit empowers us in our Christian life and ministry. Um, and this is really important, isn't it, that we, we receive power? It's vital. Um, otherwise, we'll try and do it ourselves in our own strength. And, um, you know, there's loads of great things that we've received as when we when we become Christians, but but we still need a power to live the Christian life in a way. Yeah. We, we're called to live like Jesus lived. Yes. And I can't imagine trying to live this new life without the power that he has for me. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I do remember when uh, our son Isaac was very young, um, for his third birthday, we <laughs> wanted to get him a, um, a house to play in at the bottom of the garden, a wooden house. And uh, we asked all of our family and friends that, to give us money to that so that we could put it together mm. for, for his present. His birthday's in July. And I remember this flat pack house turning up at our, uh, turning up at our house that. the day before his birthday. And I'm terrible at DIY. It was boiling hot. It was in July. And I'm at the bottom of the garden trying to build this house for my son i can picture it <laughs> that was terrible i have two screwdrivers and uh, that's about it that's the sum total of my tools and uh my wife sarah I remember looking out at me maybe a couple of hours in seeing i wasn't making much progress she took pity on me but i think she was also concerned that his house wouldn't be ready until his 10th birthday and um she called her granddad to come and help me and he's uh, quite good at diy isn't he's he mr carpenter he yeah so he turns up with a drill and uh, sure enough, he's using his drill as a screwdriver. I'm using a screwdriver as a screwdriver. And every screwdriver I'm putting in with uh, with sweat and, and hard work, he's zipping them in. <laughs> Literally eight screws to my one um, because of this screwdriver, mm. power driver that he's got. Z -z 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 zipping these things in. And in no time, the house was built. And I remember stepping back in that moment, looking at the house that we'd built. And, you know, we were building the same house for my for the same person yes we were doing it because we loved him yeah we were following the same instructions but i was sweating tony sarah's granddad didn't look like he'd done a, di um, a moment's work but he'd done probably more than i had <laughs> done mm. in the whole time and i remember looking at the difference between us and the only difference between him and i was that he had power and i didn't Ooh, that's a great illustration yes. and god wants us to live the christian life with his power yes he doesn't want us to, to be hard work for us because he's already done the work and the holy yeah. spirit gives us power he gives us power to share our faith yes gives us power to read the bible gives us power to have um power gifts that are there to help others the gifts of the holy spirit yeah, yeah. and and i really would recommend that if you listen to this that you spend time looking at what these yes uh, gifts are and that you actually maybe ask your uh, who, who who's going through this with you to, to talk to you about those gifts yeah. in more detail they're all in one corinthians chapter 12 that's right. He, yeah. he he guides us every day. He yes. he actually steers our thoughts and yes. he steers our our, our our minds and he helps us to think mm. and, and make good choices. He helps us in our prayers and, and one of the, the gifts of the spirit that you'll have looked up um is called speaking in tongues, the gift mm. of tongues. That that's a, a spiritual gift yes. that we receive um when we follow the Holy Spirit. Mm. He actually helps us to pray in that way. And he makes us 
more like Jesus, mm. the, the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, yeah, which include things like love, yes. and joy, and peace, yes. and patience, and and self control, and all yes. of the things that um, we see in Jesus, we can also enjoy in our yeah. own lives because the Holy Spirit yes. produces them in us, and and we can read about the fruit of the spirit in Galatians chapter five. That's right, yeah, and I would say read through those things and and it and and look and say, is there any of those things that I wouldn't want? to enjoy in my yes. own life yep. or wouldn't want to be evident yep. in my own life. And if you take compare that to the sins, the you know, yeah. sins being fruit, Yes, this is a complete totally contrast to that. Yeah. These are like anti-sin. Yeah. This is our new life. <laughs> yeah. This is our new life in a new kingdom, empowered with a new, a new kind of power and filled with new kind of fruit. It's so good. And it's the Holy Spirit who produces yes. all of those things in yeah. us. So that's why we need him so much. So so day four, um, we need him so much. And day four, we talk about how we can be, as, I say, as we say, what the Bible calls filled with the Spirit. Yeah. This is where he gets us. That's right. All of us. And um, just on this, Rich, uh, some people ask, well, how do, how do I receive the Spirit? We actually pick up here, don't we, something that Jesus taught us, which was a very specific um, illustration he gave mm. of how we can be filled with the Spirit. Do you want to just sort of summarize that for us now? Yeah, and it's relevant, as relevant now as it was when he stood up and declared it then, in fact, more so in some ways. Because because in John 7, uh, 37, John records for us that Jesus stood up at the end of, a, of, a, of, a, of an important festival. Yeah. It was actually a festival where priests would pour water from a jug down the steps of the temple, and it was okay. it was a picture of um, the Holy Spirit flowing from hmm. from the temple. That uh, goes back to a, a vision that Ezekiel has in the Old Testament. But but it but but Jesus stands when this has just happened, and there's this great visi- visible hmm. il- illustration. And Jesus says, "If anybody is thirsty, come to me and drink, and out of him will flow rivers of living water." So he's using this Old Testament illustration, but now again he's he's bringing it to its Fuller meaning. That's He's, right. Yeah. So Ezekiel sees a temple with rivers flowing from it. Yeah. Um, and that river representing the Holy Spirit and the life of the Spirit. And now he's saying, well, you're a temple. We're temples of the Spirit. And if we come to Jesus and drink, actually there'll be an overflow from us that will be yeah. the Spirit of life. So he says, if anybody's thirsty, come to me and drink. And so those three things are yes. massively important. First yes. thing is to thirst. Yes. If anyone is thirsty, do you want to be filled with the Holy yeah, Spirit? Yeah, that's essential, isn't it? And that, that's it. number one, mm. to really want to be filled. Yes. Um, because when we do that, then um, we'll allow ourselves to be filled. Yeah. And then he says this, come to me Yeah. Um, and what drink. What does he mean by that? It, it's the fact that Jesus baptizes us with the Holy Spirit. When you were baptized in water, or I was baptized in water, there were other people who did that for yes. us. Um. You can actually be baptized with the Holy Spirit without another person being near you. There are instances in the Old Test in the New Testament, sorry, when others are there and they lay hands on people and they're filled with the Holy Spirit. But actually, mm. you can be filled with the Holy Spirit anywhere at any time, as long yes. as you're thirsty. And you say, Jesus, and you come to Jesus. I know you're here. Yeah. I know you're with yeah. me. Please fill me, and then drink. There's a receiving. Then mm. there's something on our part where we need to accept that and embrace that fact. Mm. And then allow that to to flow through us. Yes, um, that causes us that we we may need to start speaking, start sp- yes. saying something. And as yes. we do, God begins to direct what we say. Yes, and actually, there's a, a powerful um, language that comes called tongues that will often mm. uh, evidence itself when we're filled mm. with the Holy Spirit in that way. So, so when we talk about speaking in tongues, yeah, this is a this is a language that the Holy Spirit gives us. It's not a a language we learned. We're not we're no. not copying anybody else. But the Holy Spirit will take our words, mm-hmm. uh, or He'll take our He'll take 
um, our expression of of thanks or praise or our prayers, and yeah. he will express them in a, in a in a language that we've not learned before. That's it's, right. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 very hard to articulate. Yes, because there's an element of it that is a, it's a, it's a spiritual act mm. that happens, but it has a kind of a natural physical. Uh, presentation, you know, yes. and 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 as we speak in tongues, it's it's a really wonderful gift because it's a gift that actually does us good. Yes, it builds us up. Builds we're encouraged up. when we, yeah. it says that in one Corinthians fourteen. Yeah, and you know, as I said, you can ask any time for Jesus to fill you, but there are lots of examples as of, of, as well of people having people who are already filled with the Holy Spirit to lay hands on them to yeah. then baptize them, fill them with the Holy yes. Spirit. Yeah. Then um, we move into day five. <laughs> mm. um, which is, oh, by the way, we should say, um, when you go through the when you go through the booklet this week, uh, we hope that you will stop and ask Jesus to fill you. Yes, and uh, we we're standing with you to believe you will receive His Spirit. Um, but moving into day five, um, there's a verse in, in in the book of Galatians, isn't there, where it says, uh, "Be filled with the Spirit." Mm. But when you look at the way that that sentence is put together, what what's really being said is, be continually filled with His Spirit. Keep being filled. Keep being yeah. filled. So so day five is about how we can stay full. That's right. In uh, on day one, the first verse that we're told to look at is Ephesians five, and uh, and it talks about how you can be full with the Spirit. Mm. Um, and and uh, you know, as as believers, we can always be freshly filled. Yes, with the Holy Spirit. And therefore, we can know that power, that relationship, that closeness with Him every day, mm. anytime, any place, anywhere, and um, and then we are to then live in the light of that, in the good of that. Yes, and there are things that will um, inhibit the, the the fullness of the Spirit in us. Yeah, um, you know the the fact of the matter is, this Holy Spirit doesn't impose Himself on us. We no. can actually resist Him. We can choose yeah. to not listen to Him, to not respond to Him when He's speaking yes. to us. We can. We can grieve him. We can actually choose to do some of the things that we we know are sinful and wrong, and start to go down that path. But but he's the Holy Spirit. Mm. So if we do anything that's opposed to that, that actually grieves him, and it grieves him because yeah. he's a person. Yeah, I always find that a very powerful thought. Yeah, he's a person that can be grieved. He can be deeply offended and upset. That's right. And um, we don't want to do that. No, and and then and also we can neglect. Our relationship with him and being filled with him yes uh, that causes a, a the fire that's there and fire is a really powerful image actually the bible uses to describe mm. the holy spirit and mm. he wants to fire up our faith and our christian yes. life yes but if we don't attend to that fire yeah it can it can it can yeah. lose its its strength and, and it can be quenched we can actually quench the holy spirit by so yeah so we so we, so we're, not to, we're not to resist him no. we're not to grieve him we're not to quench him what we are to do is be filled with him and be continuously Absolutely. filled with him. How how rich do we um how do we stay full of him once we've experienced this this initial filling? I mean I think, you know, there are lots of ways that we can be filled with the Spirit, but I, I think to worship God to, yeah. to Ephesians five says about singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs actually that they're in worshiping God and honoring God we we're filled with the Spirit. Yes, I believe that when I take the decision to speak in tongues, for example, yes, I don't need uh, that. That as I do that, I I know a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. Mm. I find that when I'm spend time with other Christians and mm. we're encouraging one another 
that I, in that time I can know a real fresh filling of the Holy Spirit as yes. well. When I choose to obey him and when I choose to do the right things, again, there's a there's something about knowing his power and his filling mm. in my life. So there's, there's lots of different ways. And reading the word as well, reading the Bible, again, yeah. I can know uh, this inspiration, this quickening, if you mm. like, within me. Of, and I know it's the Holy Spirit who's, who's sort of filling, and not from outside in but actually from the inside, inside out. out yes it's it's from within yes. you will yes. flow rivers of yeah. living waters yeah. as jesus describes it so yeah. actually there's a well in you there's a spring in you yeah the holy spirit is there and we can actually make a draw on that spring to really mm. kind of fill us sounds um, great by doing those things <laughs> it is great i yeah, know it's it great is. there's nothing there's nothing more um fulfilling i i think the knowing the knowing he's working in and through me and and, and we end um, we end day five or towards the end where we, we say this is God's design for our lives, yeah. isn't it? This how is he's made us. this is how He made us. He yeah. made us to be filled with His Spirit, and it, it's the most supernaturally natural uh, way we can live. And there's that sense of overflow then that um, it's not just that He fills me to do me good, but actually He fills me so that I can do good. Yeah. Um, so that. The, the, the things that, um, it affects the people around me then in a really positive way. That's what the mm, gifts of the spirit mm, are mm. all about. You know, one of the gifts, for example, is healing. Yes. That gift of healing isn't for me. It's for the person I know who's sick. Yeah. And that actually then when yeah. I follow the spirit, I can pray for that so person. So we can be, we can, can almost be channels of yeah. his life to others, can't Absolutely we? Absolutely right. Because he's flowing from us out into the world around us, into yeah. the people that we meet and into the situations that we find ourselves. We become this, it says in, in, in the notes, actually a channel of God's love, God's yes. grace and God's power to others, which is a really great image and picture. And, and it's, it's true. That's, yeah. that's what he wants us to do. That's what he wants us to be. So that's, um, that's a brief summary. And we hope <laughs> a big thing. We hope if you're listening, you'll really enjoy week four. Um, the key points are that the Holy Spirit is a person, mm. uh, never in it, not an impersonal force, but a person, and we can develop a close friendship with him, that every Christian has the Spirit living inside them, but being filled with the Spirit is something more, is a distinct experience, and we see that in the in the examples in the Bible. Yeah. That being filled with the Spirit gives us the new power we need to live our new life in this new kingdom, that the Holy Spirit leads and guides us and opens up the Bible to us and helps us to pray, that being filled with the Spirit um, opens us up uh, and opens up to us the realm of spiritual gifts yeah. and helps us develop Christ-like character or fruit, and that we, we can be filled with the Spirit when we come to Jesus thirsty, wanting all of him to fill all of us. Mm. And again, as we said with baptism in water, this is not an optional extra, but it's essential for all Christians. And then that we are to stay continually full by ensuring we don't resist or quench or grieve the spirit. Yes, that's right. So we trust you'll be very blessed as you read through week four. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us for this week's Rock Solid podcast. We hope it's been really helpful for you. If you'd like to get in touch with us at any time during the course, you can send us an email at rocksolid at livingrock.church. We pray that God really blesses you as you take the first steps in your new life with him.